For those who prefer Linux or are simply curious about Linux and other open source technologies, this is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to episode number 269 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's Tuesday, the 13th of November, it 2012. Is, it is. It's getting cold out there in Barrie. Mm-hmm. Starting to feel a little bit like winter. <laughs> I know. Starting I know. to see the Christmas I know, I like lights it. come up. I noticed your lights were up. Yeah. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. Well, I, somebody was giving me a hard time on Twitter for <laughs> being so early, and I said, well, I got kids. True. They look out the, the, the front window, and they... they <laughs> Halloween's over, Dad. You know, we need the, the Christmas lights up. So. Totally. I'm Robbie Ferguson. Nice to see you. Hi, I'm Hillary Rumble. Tonight we've got a very special treat for you. Bailey J. Thompson, an author from here in Barrie, Ontario, is uh, joining us. We're going to be talking about uh, her book publication and the way that she's uh, founded her own publishing mm-hmm. company in order to make it happen. Uh, so I'm just carrying on with our series about self-publishing. This is the, the perfect uh, oh, guest to have on totally. tonight. So totally very excited great. about that. Stick around. Bailey will be joining us on the show in just a few minutes' time. Mm-hmm. What do you got going on? We've got lots coming up in the newsroom. Lots going on in the world of tech, as always. Steven Sanofsky, the head of Microsoft's Windows division, has left the company. Bum, bum, bum. I, the way you said it, I had to do that. Only appropriate. <laughs> um, the world's cheapest tablet computer is now faster and boasts longer battery life. Mm. The new NVIDIA drivers for Linux will provide double the performance. And lastly, a new method of invisibility cloaking has been demonstrated with perfect results. Stick around because these stories are coming up later in our show. What did I tell you? The invisibility. Ah! Oh, no, I was just getting my coffee. Oh. Sorry. I thought, I don't <laughs> there it is. It works. Yeah, how you been? Just fabulous. Yeah. Keeping it real. Anything new? I'm trying to think. Oh, I got something good. Yeah. I'm fleeing Canada. What? Over the Christmas break. Nice. To get out of the snow, and I'm going to the DR. Dominican really? Republic. Yeah. That's wow. my that's my latest news. That's cool. You're spending like over Christmas there? Or Not just the whole near? break, but part of the break. Yes. Very cool. That's yeah. that'll be neat. Wow. So if you're in Dominican Republic, uh, this is a me. very good time to send Hillary your postcard and say hi. Uh, speaking of postcards, uh, we love to receive them. Those of you who are watching Backstage Pass, you see that we've mm-hmm. got the uh, postcard billboard kind of thing up now. So we appreciate Pretty every cool. postcard that you send in. Uh, Hillary, how can they send those in? You can send us your postcards via snail mail to Category 5 Technology TV, P.O. Box 29009, Barrie, Ontario, which of course is in Canada, L4N7W7. Thanks, Hill. And of course, check out our mobile website. It's m.cat5.tv. Scan that QR code, uh, or you can just go there on your mobile device, m.cat5.tv. Mm-hmm. Great show for you tonight. Stick around. We've got your viewer questions as well uh, coming up later in the show. Uh, In the meantime, we're going to uh, welcome Bailey J. Thompson to the set of Category 5 TV. She'll be joining us in the chat room as well. So if you have any questions for her, uh, make sure that you, uh, you talk to her. And we'll be right back with Bailey J. Thompson right after the break. At EcoAlkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. 
find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference. EcoAlkalines.com. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson, and I'm joined tonight by Bailey J. Thompson. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yeah, we finally meet. I've been following <laughs> you on Twitter for quite some time. Years, yeah. Uh, Bailey J. Thompson on Twitter, if you'd like to follow her. And uh, so we brought you in tonight very specifically because we're looking at self-publishing. And as you know, a, a lot of viewers have expressed interest in publishing their own books, I thought you'd be the perfect person to talk to because Definitely. that's exactly what you've done. So I I explore the actual the self-publishing route where yeah. you pay somebody to design your books and stuff like that and I decided to actually create my own publishing company. So how does that come about? So we <laughs> we should start with okay there there are certain things about self-publishing that can be really, really tricky. One of those is promotions. Definitely. Promotions, promotions, promotions. Getting your book out there. Uh, there are so many great companies that help you do that. Amazon is a good example mm-hmm. for, for one. Uh, but uh, what what happened with in your particular case? Promotion-wise, um, you, you basically have to approach every bookstore on your own. You have to introduce yourself, and you have to develop a relationship. I mean, if you don't have a good product, they won't take you. Right. So... Amazon.com is good, but they've got so much content that it's good to get into the bookstores. Right. Now, you've, as far as I'm concerned, you've got great product. <laughs> so what, what, what's going on there? Like, as for bookstores? Or? Yeah, like getting, getting, you say you've got to have a good product to get into the stores. Yep. You, you basically, you approach them. You find you know, their marketing or you know, who's ever expect, accepting the submissions. Right. Or some of them actually expect you to send in a full package with you know, a query letter, that kind of thing. And, you know, they decide whether to accept you, whether to carry your product, whether to carry it online in bookstores. Mm. And sometimes they'll invite you to do, you know, media events. It's, stuff it's like that. interesting. I mean, I was watching a, a bit of a documentary on YouTube this week, watching a documentary on YouTube, <laughs> thinking, uh, which was talking about the way that uh, television celebrities, mm-hmm. it's completely changed. Where now, if you have a webcam and, and creativity, you can create your own television show. And it's really, really hard to become part of like a network television show now because it's so exclusive Hmm. but you get onto youtube or something and all of a sudden you're the super celebrity so similarly i think books are kind of taking that transition as well where before you'd submit and submit and submit to publishers and that was your your job you write a book and spend years submitting to publishers i've spent the last four years submitting to publishers um i wrote the book and i illustrated it i photographed it they're all photographed with live gerbils and i'll let you meet one of them later excellent um and i submitted to publishers and it's hard to find a publisher that's right for your book, especially if it's different. You know, so I was getting responses like, we don't publish pictures, like actual pictures, right. which is unusual, but it makes sense because, you know, they, that's what they've decided. Mm-hmm. Some of them, we don't publish talking animals. We don't <laughs> <laughs> so now the, the chat room is wondering, what is this book? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what it is that you've written and um, who it's, it's geared toward. It's a children's book. It's for about three years old to eight years old. Um, it's it's written there's a couple different series of books okay. so it's all written where um the first series is the gerbils discover a dollhouse um, oh, okay. yep so they they're discovering a whole new life and they're creating their new life um and it's all the the specialty of it is that it's photographed with actual gerbils that act out every scene in the book basically very cool yeah so starting your own company mm-hmm. uh, in order to be able to do this what what does that entailed? A lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I suddenly realized, you know, because I'd spent the last four years querying publishers, and it wasn't that I was getting that your book sucks. I was getting that we're not the right publisher for your project. Right. So I decided that maybe that doesn't mean that it can't be published. It means that I need to create a publisher that's right for my book. Wow. So, you know, you have to hire designers. You have to... Um, contact all the bookstores you have to get your isbn and you have to apply for that if you're not accepted then too bad for you (laughs) right um and yeah basically it's a lot of work (laughs) yeah quite the process for sure um i've used self-publishers myself and i know that that's a lot of work and i and i hear you about like the legwork (laughs) and having to buy copies of your own books to put in libraries and and all this kind of stuff so how how will your business which is going to be publishing your own book how is that going to move forward? Is it going to become your book and then continually releasing new instances of the series? Or? Yep. We have we have three series that we're focused on. Um, gerbs in the House, which is about the gerbs in the, the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Then we have Melvin, 
And right now we've got Melvin in the Metamorphosis hat. So that's all about Melvin who loves to wear hats. Um, and then we have a series coming out called Eco Gerbs, which is teaching kids about the environment. Right. So it's three different series, but I hope to start accepting other authors that can continue on the series because I can only be so creative and I can only take so many <laughs> pictures. So right. I want to focus on the pictures and I want other people to focus on the writing. Gotcha. I've got a couple of pictures that you sent in just yep. for us to have a, a good look at. Uh, how you do this and one of the things that of course intrigues me is the fact that you're (laughs) using pardon me using modern technology in order to create this which is the chroma chroma key green screening technique so how how do you go about creating you know getting your gerbils to pose for one thing (laughs) and then actually creating the the imagery for your books it starts with a lot of patience I actually usually tell the gerbils kind of the what I want them to do and they usually act it out Um, oh yeah Yeah, and I decided to use the green screen just because it kind of promoted imagination and it created much cooler pictures, like something a little bit different than having a background. Right. So I basically converted my basement into a studio and that's that's the after effect. So after you take out the green, um, yeah, that I use FX Home Photo Key. That's an older version of the program. Mm-hmm. However, it takes out all the green in the photos, and it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it looks it, it looks like there's no there's no flaws. The and the best That's part fantastic. is it does both the green and the blue. So I've started instead of using green because green tends to reflect. Mm-hmm. If you can see in that image that I sent you with the white background, right? Um, we kind of lost some of the black dribble's name is Petrie. We kind of lost some of his tummy. The blue doesn't reflect like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so blue tends to be better, so I've started using that. Very cool. So front to back, what's the process in, in actually creating such a book? <laughs> like- um, I started with the photography, so it's taking the pictures and kind of filing the pictures. A whole lot of patience, I would expect? There is tens of thousands of pictures on a hard drive right now that went towards this book, and I've used probably 35 of them. <laughs> Wow. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, it starts with taking them, then sorting through them, finding the right ones, then editing them, and then I send them off to a designer. Originally, I had designed my own pages, but I kind of wanted a second opinion, so I hired somebody else. He's from Aurelia, actually, mm-hmm. and um, he's doing all the designs. So all, all of the backgrounds actually are now a separate color instead of the white. Just add a little bit more and of a rainbow. And they're apart and now on our website right now there's a, a photograph of the actual cover of the book. So you can see kind of well, I guess it's it's off right now, but yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll put that up for you in the show notes of episode number two sixty nine. Um so then from there, because now when I use self publishing I'm doing that because I don't have a printing press. I don't <laughs> have the ability to take that artwork that we've created and turn it into a book. How are you able to do that? In, in an economical way, in such a way that you're able to make money because you got to you have to afford oh, the definitely. business, right? So, I've I'm working with a printer from the states. Actually, I was hoping to find a Canadian one, but mm-hmm. at this point, I can't find one that prints at a price that's good enough. They are very good because you can print low quantities, so you don't have to right. print near ten thousand copies like yep. a traditional that's publisher the other thing would. That can get you for sure. Yeah, so you can publish, you know, a hundred as you go or something like that. Yep. You don't have to put that much money out there, and then you can sell it at any price that you want. So wow. you have full control. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. So what's next? What's next? Um, I'd like to start accepting submissions from authors and kind of build, you know, the coverage where my books can be found and go from there. You know, it's all about creating the series and extending the books. I have one book coming out for sure every month for the next four months. And then we're kind of just going to go from there. Cool. So how can people send in their, um, Um, you know, their ideas? um, And what are the kind of the submission guidelines, which would be pretty strict in in a case like this where you're... Very strict. Yeah. Um, You can go to gerbilmeetsmouse.com. That's our publisher website. I'll put that up on the screen for you down below there. Um, Right now, it says that we're not accepting submissions. Mm -hmm. Um, however, we are accepting submissions from local or young authors. So we're trying to help emerging authors. Okay. So these are you don't have to be agented or anything like that. Send us your idea um, by email with a query letter and, you know, just if you have a manuscript. But the, all of the books have to fall under either the gerbils exploring the dollhouse or some sort of hmm. story like that. I haven't planned out the eco gerbs, so I'm totally open to that one. But okay. I want to educate kids about the environment with the gerbils, and 
haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do that yet. Cool. So that would be a good opportunity then for Definitely. somebody to somebody, start brainstorming some ideas and absolutely. think gerbils on the screen. Yep. Or on, in, on the page, <laughs> I, I think, in terms of screen. But. Yeah. You don't need the photographs. Like, that's my job. Okay. Um, also, Melvin's series is all about him kind of dreaming. So Melvin in the metamorphosis hat, he wakes up with a bucket on his head and then he falls back asleep and starts picturing all these different hats. Um, so, and then he kind of realizes that he likes his head the way it is without anything on it. <laughs> it's, it's a kid's book. Yeah, um, And then his next book is about different, meeting different animals. So I've had to source out gazillion different types of animals and it's all about accepting people for who they are. You know, rather than judging for what they look like. Very good. Uh, where do you get your inspiration for this kind of thing? Because it sounds like, it, you know, you've got good lessons the for the children. <laughs> oh, yeah? Usually, I usually, like, yeah, it's kind of... Like some people would sing in the shower? And yeah, you, yeah. yeah I'm, or sometimes I'll just take them in the studio with a prop or something, mm-hmm. and we'll be taking pictures, and in my head I have some sort of dialogue or some sort of story developing. Do you hear voices of the No, gerbils? no, not voices. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> not that crazy yet. <laughs> All right, give it some time. <laughs> yeah, So let's, let's meet one of these uh, oh. stars of your book. This is Melvin. He's in his little cage. Hi, I can, Melvin. can possibly take him out if he doesn't run away. Yeah. <laughs> so now, how how many photos has Melvin been the star of? Oh, thousands. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. There he is, folks. So he's <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of friendly. He's more. He loves the camera. You know, when I have him in the studio, Look he'll... that way. I know. He's... I don't know. He's like... He's turned off by the no green screen or something. Right. But he... As soon as I put him in front of the camera, he starts posing. So... And he'll do like... He'll pause in a pose and then he'll go in another pose and then he'll pause so I have enough time to take I would picture you just having to take photo after photo after photo. And oh, yeah. Just it's snap, that. snap, snap. Yeah. yeah. But he's the one that wears hats. So he always has oh, okay. a hat on. Cool. Like he'll pause long enough to put a hat on his head, so that's good. Although not right now, obviously. <laughs> Any questions for Bailey with regards to uh, self-publishing or uh, starting your own business? Please feel free to uh, post those into the into the chat room, uh, or of course you can send us an email or uh, that's live at category five TV, and we'll certainly pass that along for you if you're not watching live. So what's what's the most being a tech show? You know, we we'd like to know what is the most interesting. And I'm sure we've already touched on perhaps one of them, the, the green screen. Mm-hmm. But the the most interesting way that uh, the technology has enabled you to do this. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the internet, in yeah. all honesty. You know, like I was thinking if I was back 100 years ago. Right. You, can, you couldn't start up a publishing company. You can't really market yourself without having access to a computer, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have... Tons of different cameras that I use, different lenses, because gerbils are really tiny. So it's yep. hard to get, you know, their hands and... In focus and Yeah, exactly. And, sure. Yeah, and especially the software as well. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to just erase the green, you know. I would have had right. to think of something else if I didn't have that software. And how are you going to be marketing it online? Um, online, in bookstores. I plan on doing a Canada-wide book tour that kind of features the whole meet the gerbs aspect. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing different signings and then also allowing children to meet the actual rodents and see kind of how it's done. Like I'll have the green screen set up and everything like that. The, the first book actually has a behind-the-scenes section. Where right. Yeah, I saw it that. It actually cool. shows, yeah, the can process. We, can I bring that up on the screen? Yep. There we are. Okay. Very cool. So I can see your studio there and the way that mm-hmm. uh, that you've set that up. My basement. Four yeah. years to do that up. Four oh. years. So right yeah. in your basement, you've done this, and here you are publishing it, and the internet has allowed you to do this, and mm-hmm. and other technologies that weren't there, even you know twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah. Oh, definitely couldn't have done it. So we wish you all the best and <laughs> good luck with everything. And thank you. Um, of course, they can find you. Let's see. It is gerbilmeetsmouse.com dot com yeah and when are the when are the books coming out um the first book is coming out December 10th it's okay. available for pre-order on the website now and people can buy it right off people the website people can buy it on the website and it'll be shipped right to them where are you shipping to um worldwide okay um Canada shipping is free oh fantastic yeah okay so Christmas is coming folks so oh, this definitely. is just in time for Christmas and uh there you have it so. yeah it will be delivered by Christmas which is kind of what we hope for yeah that's perfect very good yeah. 
All right, Bailey J. Thompson. Uh, she she is on Twitter as uh, Bailey J. Thompson, and of course we're going to post links to all of your social media if you're if you want to connect with her. Um, just visit the the show notes for episode number two sixty nine of Category Five Technology TV. We're going to post all the links for for that and any questions that you have uh, about the process. I'm sure that uh, that she'll be interested to receive those as well. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's it's thank you. so interesting to me because I mean we do an internet television show, so <laughs> it just shows the same how idea, just different technology media, has completely yeah. changed everything. And uh, you know we publish some books online and people can buy them, and we don't ever touch the printing press, and and that just happens transparently in the background. And and so to to have, see you taking that to the next level and actually mm-hmm. creating a company that does this is really really neat. So. Yeah, it's an exciting process. <laughs> So if you're thinking about publishing a book, we've been talking about, uh, about self-publishing, and, and Bailey now has kind of shown us uh, that, uh, that there is another level w- which you can step into, which is to create your own publishing company, which was never possible before but is now because of some of the technologies that are at our disposal. So uh, if that's something that interests you, make sure that you follow the series, cat5.tv slash publish, and of course uh, follow us on Twitter, Category5TV and Bailey J. Thompson. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. And there we go. Category 5 Technology TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. And uh, if it's tech, it's here. Also, the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. And the amazing switcheroo. Ta-da! Wow. Amazing. the beauty of the World Wide Web. Yep. This is Category 5 Technology TV. You'll find us online, www.category5.tv. True say. How you doing? Fabulous. Good, good. Just great. And I've got some news for you all. Already? Is it news, Is it time, news already? time already? No, just kidding. I'm too excited. That's why. Coffee's good. I'm drinking water. Maybe I should drink a coffee. It'll fix my brain. Caffeine kick. Mm. A little bit more. We, we received an email from our viewer who had sent this in to us from Bulgaria. Yes. Let's kind of interesting read. because I, I had looked at this with with Eric last week because this had arrived in the mail. You hadn't it's, seen this. No, I, I thought it was cool because it's, it's very authentic Bulgarian girl. Let's read what it's called All technically. Right. Hello, Robbie. My name is Mihal, and I come from Bulgaria. I'm very hey. glad that you like my gift. It's like have, a bobblehead. <laughs> have a surprise in a doll, but it is about women in your show. To find it just carefully, I dar paid doll legs buy from me. And that part I wasn't too sure on because he's starting to intermix English with Bulgarian? his native tongue. We don't know what the native tongue is so in Bulgaria. I fortunately I had realized, is to bite the legs off. What? And just like pull. Are you for no, real? Seriously. Well, because I was like, what are you talking about the legs? There's no legs. It's just a. Oh. And that's, well, <laughs> that's and, how, that and that's how you lose the waist. But look, look at this. Eric and I were, you know, we were intrigued oh, oh. by the doll itself. But look, oh. there is a special treat inside Bulgarian rose perfume. Oh. I had no idea. Oh, it's actually my. perfume. Smell that. Mm, Isn't that nice? It smells like Bulgarian. It's not really my style, which is probably what you're saying feminine. about it being, yeah, for the women. So Would you so, look at that? I don't know. You ladies are going to have to fight over the... the that is really that's special. Cool. Do, you want, do you want that from uh, Mihail? Well, I, well, I'll gladly take it. Yeah, there you go. Everyone so that is a, that's me. a gift from, uh, from Bulgaria. Thank How you, cool Mihail. is that? Thank you. And now we got a secret place to stash all our money. What money? That's it. Just kidding. That's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was neat. Thanks for the special treat. Yeah. We love you getting never know. stuff. So now I'm going to start taking apart everything that arrives and <laughs> like oh this cell phone that we received oh look at that it's actually uh it's oh i it is a cell phone i something. broke it yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah cool Thanks all right well we'll that. come back to your viewer questions i'd love to see you in the chat room it's a uh, category five on free node hey everybody tiktok g pop seven joining us tonight uh good to see math man as well good guy jot nice to see you the whole gang. Everybody in the chat room. Troy 74. Cool. 
That's where it's at, the chat room. Because you can ask questions. You can follow along like crazy, ridiculous conversations. But also ask questions. And people in the chat room will help you out as well. Like Robbie might not be able to tackle your question right away. People in the chat room are like, boom, boom, boom. I know how to fix it. (laughs) And they know. And they know. It's the community. That's the neat aspect of of this whole modern Mm -hmm. internet television is that it's interactive and our community's there. That said, Hillary is watching the chat room, so if you have a question, ping her, which is just mention her name, uh, Hillary, pretty straightforward, and it will highlight on her screen so that she knows that uh, somebody sent her a message. Mm -hmm. We'd love to receive your questions. We do have some questions that have arrived by email and are watching for more of those as well. So, Totally. Nice to see everybody. Mm -hmm. We love the chat. Well, Hill. We love the news. Don't we? Here are the top stories from the Category 5.TV newsroom. Steven Sanofsky, the head of Microsoft's Windows division, has suddenly left the company after 23 years. His departure comes just weeks after Microsoft launched Windows 8, the latest edition of its flagship product, seen as key to the firm's future. Microsoft did not give any reason for Mr. Sanofsky's departure. However, industry watchers suggest that the real reason could be an internal war between him and chief executive Steve Ballmer. Markets took the news badly, though, with Microsoft shares losing 4% in Tuesday morning's trading on Wall Street. Mm. Yeah, I've heard there's been some contention there. I find the photo interesting, though. I mean, you look at the way he's holding his left hand and his right hand. It's like it's a magic trick. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for it to hover above his hand. Maybe. Pretty neat. The next big thing, hovering. Ah. Who knows? <laughs> India is once again trying to make low-cost computers available to students across the country. Cool. The country's president has unveiled an upgraded version of the world's cheapest tablet computer, despite the functionality and distribution problems faced by the device's predecessors. Made by UK-based Datawind, the Akash, Akash 2 actually has a longer battery life and is faster than the earlier version. It is expected to go on sale in about a week at 2,263 rupees, about wow. $40. Oh, 40 bucks. That's or different. 26 pounds. It sounds a lot when you say it in rupees. Yeah, when you say it in so rupees, expensive. it's like, whoa. Yeah. 2,000 rupees. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yep. The latest NVIDIA GeForce driver released Thursday reportedly gives Linux users double the performance and dramatically reduces game loading times. Nice. Very cool. Having been in development for almost a year, the GeForce R310 driver has been designed to showcase the enormous potential of the world's biggest open source operating system. Users with GeForce GTX 600 series GPUs, as well as those with certain previous generation GeForce GPUs, will benefit from using the new drivers. For more information, or to download, you can head to geforcegeforce.com. Now that Steam is in testing, that's a game platform, uh, now that's in testing, beta testing for Linux. I wonder if that's kind of pushing mm. NVIDIA. But then again, there's, there's such a push away from Windows 8 as well developers not wanting to go there and and all the kind of you know the stuff that's going on drama, with that drama drama so i wonder how much that's going to affect hmm. people's decisions when it comes to oh well windows 8 looks terrible i'm gonna have to shop around anyway so let's try linux oh hmm. it performs twice as well <laughs> twice as fast because of this new driver from nvidia that's fantastic hmm. i can't wait to try it we shall see yes. what happens all right Okay, people, scientists have succeeded in cloaking an object perfectly for the first time, rendering a centimeter-scale cylinder invisible to microwaves. Mm -hmm. Many invisibility cloak efforts have been demonstrated, but all have reflected sunlight, making the illusion incomplete. A nature material study has now shown how to pull it off flawlessly. The trick was to use a diamond-shaped cloak with properties carefully matched at um, the diamond's quarters, sorry, the corners, to shuttle light perfectly around a cylinder 7.5 centimeters in diameter and 1 centimeter tall. Professor David Smith of Duke University told the BBC, This, to our knowledge, is the first cloak that really addresses getting the transformation exactly right to get you that perfect invisibility. 
However, the cloaking game has always has its trade-offs. Though the illusion works perfectly, it is only working in one direction. Professor Smith explains, it's like the card people in Alice in Wonderland. If you turn, or if they turn on their sides, you can't see them. But if you're looking at them straight on, it's obviously visible. You can get these full stories online at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions from our amazing community viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of on-air mention, send us an email at newsroom at category5.tv. From the category5.tv newsroom, I'm Hillary Rumble. Thanks, Hill. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by QuarteryElectric.com, the official electrical contractors of Category 5 Technology TV. Also, we'd love to send you a free one-month trial of Netflix. Go to cat5.tv slash Netflix to sign up. You can cancel at any time, but you're not going to want to. <laughs> cat5.tv slash Netflix. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Folks, we love to receive your questions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Hillary take them away. But uh, feel free to pop us an email uh, live at category5.tv at any point uh, or just uh, mention us in the chat room as well. We're watching for you. We're watching and waiting. But while I wait for you, I have an email from Hong Zheng Zheng. Hey, Hong Zheng. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay. Hi, Robbie. I bought an iPod, iPod, not iPad, iPod Touch for a few days ago. Sorry, I read that way wrong. (laughs) (laughs) An iPod Touch. I connected it to my Kubuntu 12.04 with a USB, but the system simply recognizes it as a camera, and I cannot copy anything to the iPod. My friend told me that I need to install uh, iTunes in Windows in order to copy the files to the iPod. Uh, Is there any way to copy the files, pictures, video, music to the iPod using Linux instead of using iTunes Hmm. in Windows or Mac? Okay, well, I think... uh what does tend to happen? I mean, I there's my iPod Touch 4, right? I I plug it into Windows. I mean, I hate to say it, <laughs> but when it, when it really comes down to it, that's the that's the solution that Apple has provided. It's either Mac or Windows. That's unfortunate. That's a drawback of this device hmm. or other Apple devices. It's not a problem with Linux. It's a problem with this device. That said, okay, so what is the most common technique? The most common way that people will do it, and probably you know, a very effective way, is to set up VirtualBox. It's free. Install Windows XP into that VirtualBox, because everybody's got an old Windows XP license kicking around, probably on the side of a computer that you formatted and installed Linux on. And in that virtual machine, all you do is you put iTunes in it, and you connect it through SambaShare uh, to your, your iTunes library or your media, and then let iTunes manage everything. That's the easiest thing to do and probably the most effective because it is using Apple's software. So that way you're getting the iOS updates, you're getting all of that kind of stuff. But that said, okay, so that's that's the official kind of answer. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Wikipedia because there is an exceptional article there, which I'm just going to look up for you. And I'm also going to link to it in the show notes for episode number 269. It is simply entitled Comparison of iPod Managers. And you'll see that what, is, what this is all about is alternative software to iTunes. And many, many, many of them are for Linux. You'll see that they're broken up into Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. See Linux? Yes, yes, yes. So what you look at is comparatively from this document, Comparison of iPod Managers on Wikipedia... So Amarok, we know, is available for Linux. It's GPL licensed. And uh, you can download it. Scroll down a little ways for the feature set. Can you copy music? Yes. Can you copy videos? Yes. Can you copy smart playlists? Yes. Copy album artwork. Extract DRM-free music. Extract DRM-free videos. And that's it. Okay. Clementine has a lot of yeses can't use DRM-free music uh, extracting, but you can copy content to your iPod. So I'm going to leave that to you to make the decision as to 
you know, what, uh, what one you want to look at. There are one, two, three, four, five that are listed as being Linux compatible, including Rhythmbox, GTK Pod, Amarok, Banshee, and Clementine. Let's take a quick look at GTK Pod 2, which I just want to show you this because this is probably your best bet. GTK Pod, yes, 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 yes. Hmm. Everything is supported. So scroll through that list. Give it a good look. Uh, I'll post it into the uh, the chat room right now for you, just so that you have that uh, if you're Sounds watching cool. live. And also, um, we'll post it in the show notes for episode number 269. Sounds good to me. So there are, are alternatives. I, I think I, I kind of take the lazy way out, and I'll tell you why. The, the, reason, that I, <laughs> the reason that I virtualize Windows and I actually okay. plug in my iPod Let's to that and I synchronize to iTunes is because I... Can I say hate? I know it's a, it's a bad word. I hate iTunes. I, I hate proprietary formats. So I just, I don't want to mess with it. I don't want it touching my media library. My media library, you know, it would be AUG, but unfortunately, most of my MP3 players, I want to be able just to drag and drop files. Hmm. So most of my media, I've, I've ripped from CD to MP3. Oh, okay. But I don't want iTunes controlling yeah. any of it. Gotcha. So I've got iTunes is basically allowed to connect to my Unraid device, which has my mm-hmm. media library on it, and can put it on my devices that are iOS driven. But it doesn't mm-hmm. ever touch any of the organizational structure. It doesn't touch any of the tags. Interesting. It doesn't let me. It doesn't. It's not allowed to do anything else. So that's kind of why I just, you know, take that route. But if you like media, media managers and you want a program to be able to sort your your library and keep it a little bit differently than, you know, I keep a nice organizational structure by folder. So I use um, artist name, and then the folder uh, below that is going to be the year of the album and then the name of the album so that it sorts it in order. So, cool. Yeah, so it's well organized. But. Well, so there, there, you have there it. are options for you. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. I never thought about that ever, to be honest. Toby in the chat room, uh, just let me know uh, what it is that you're referring to. In your question, is that true? Mm-hmm. And while I'm watching for that, unless you see the question, uh, and hopefully I know the answer. <laughs> not sure. Absolutely not. No, it's fake. I'm kidding. I oh. don't know what the question is. I don't either. Okay, go ahead. Okay, well, I got a different <laughs> question. Um, this actually just came to me like this. Great. Is there a way to install Ubuntu 12.10 on a Mac Mini with NVIDIA graphics? I've tried all mainstream solutions, but with no success. Thanks for all you do for the great shows. This comes to us from uh, Costas358. Really? That's something that I haven't, uh, I haven't played around with. Yeah, it's, I'm just going to check if, there is a, if it's possible real quick on, uh, on askubuntu.com. So that's good. Like whenever you're not sure, if you can't get hold yeah. of Audi, check the forums and stuff. From this particular post, it says that you can get it to start up fine, but then after a few minutes, it'll freeze up. It's not hmm. uh, It's not an out-of-the-box supported thing to do. So I think if you're going to be doing it, you're kind of basically hacking the device. Yeah. You, you're, it's not a supported thing to be doing to that device. So you could encounter some problems. But uh, unfortunately, because we don't really deal with Mac here a lot, and that's primarily because we don't we don't have the devices to right. test with. Uh, nice thing about Linux is we can throw it on any of our devices and it works great. Uh, Mac, not so much because it's a piece of proprietary hardware. So the question that you have, I can't really answer because I can't right. try it for you. We do accept uh, hardware, though, if you want to send us one and let us try. <laughs> Fill around, you know. Yeah. Can't guarantee what shape we'll be able I to I can't send promise it back that I won't, I won't Apple bash it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Maybe just have a quick, a, a quick look around yep. the interweb. Ubuntu's, uh, Ubuntuforums.org would be another good place to go. Um, get in there, see what people are saying about it. Just do a search within the forums mm-hmm. for people <coughs> Pardon me, uh, who are uh, trying to do that with a Mac Mini. Good call. Mm-hmm. All right. Got another question here coming to us from Peter Lewis. Hey, Peter. Um, okay kind of lengthy but i'm going to read it dear robbie i thought of a way to stop people from inputting bad words you know like 
swear words and stuff. Uh, this can be adapted to work on a website using PSP. If you have a form on your website, it will stop people from inputting these unwanted words. The swear words are not stored anywhere on the website. Each word is converted to a special number and these numbers are stored as an array. For example, the word is taken from the inputted form and put into uppercase and converted to a special number. This number is compared with the table of special numbers. If they match, the word is not allowed. But if they do not match, then the word is allowed. Does that make sense? Okay. So like an MD5 hash or something. Yeah. From what I, and I wonder, when you said PSP, I wonder if you meant PHP. I wonder. So taking perhaps a list of swears, converting, swears. converting them to hash tags... The, the only problem that I could foresee with something like that is if it's a hash, then it's going, it's going to be um, basically a- encrypted. Mm-hmm. So if I use, if I, I would have to think of the root word of every swear word Ooh. to create a hash of every version of that possible swear, including, um, you know, leet and anything else. It'd be tricky. With with uh, with plain text, if you had a plain text database, you could easily search within the structure of words for the root word. So if somebody said a bad word, you could you could use PHP to do like a stristr, which is a search within hmm. a string in case sensitive. Interesting. Does that make sense for you, Peter? It sounds like a neat idea, but you'd have to think of every single word that you'd want to block. And you could do an ST, uh, like a str to lower to make everything lowercase and then submit it, so that would rule out uh, you know case sensitivity. But he wrote a little bit more here. I okay. can read it sure. aloud. I haven't read it before. I have adapted this to work in a number of different programming languages: C, C, plus plus, Pascal, Visual Basic. Um, I guess that's an example. This is very simple, but it works well. The table of special words is not very long. It's about 320 32-bit numbers. We found this covers most of the swear words, and searching through them is very quick. I use the MD5 to convert string to 32-bit numbers. If you think this is useful to other users, I will release a sample window program to show that it works. Yeah, it's a a neat idea, Mm. but for one thing, the MD5 is going to be quite a bit longer than the actual word, so it's going to take up more space in your database. I can understand you'd want to not reveal those words, but keeping in mind what this database is for, it's, it's justifiable right. to have those words exist in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, my big concern with that is because it's an MD5. If you know anything about it, what an MD5 is, it's a, it's a hash of a string, and it's if I say the word Hillary and I create an MD5 of the word Hillary, it will always be the same. So it's, it's quite commonly used to compare password hashes. So mm-hmm. then if I used the word Hillary as my password, I can now store the hash of Hillary in the database and nobody can read it. It's not reversible. But then when I go to log in, it can then s- compare the hash of what I type in as my password to the hash that's in the database and say, mm-hmm. do the hashes match? But it still doesn't know that it's actually the word Hillary. Interesting. So if, if, if the word Hillary was a bad word and I use the short form Hill, the hashes won't match. Right. So then there's the problem of, well, what if somebody misspells it a little bit or yeah, like slang uses some form that's a little type. bit different yeah. or puts an explanation mark or something like that. Right. Could that makes cause sense. problems. So, so I think mm. there's, uh, there's, there's a lot more programming to it than would be necessary. Peter, to be honest with you. I think it's probably best just to store them plain text. And then you can just compare against that. So but let me know if I'm if I'm off base there, if I if I'm not quite following you, or maybe that gives you ideas or Yeah, get the yeah. wheels turning. Yeah. It's a good idea though. Thanks for the thanks for the comment for sure. Absolutely. Super good idea. Okay. Another email. Dun da da. Robert Grzinski. Hey Robert. From Australia, writing to us saying, Hi, Robbie and Hillary. Robbie, I'd like to thank you for your suggestion on using back in time to back up my NAS. Yeah. It looks great, um, and it looks like it'll do the job, and it's very easy to use. I would also like to thank you for the help you gave me in the chat room recently. Also, I'd like to say that all the co-hosts are doing a great job on the show. Keep up the great work, gang. I think they're awesome. Oh, that's nice. That was a comment. Nice they're comment. Fantastic. 
Yeah, thanks, man. Glad that, uh, that you think that's going to do the trick for you. Certainly looks like a good solution for me. Uh, if you're wondering what that's about, back in time, tune back into episode number 268 uh, when Robert had sent in his question about what kind of backup solution to use on Linux to back up his NAS hmm. to a separate device. Cool. Yeah. As always, Robbie giving us the good news, the good info. I try. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and you'll find our website at category5.tv. So great to have you here tonight. Uh, if you're joining us live, please join us in the chat room. Say hi. Uh, if you're watching this after the fact, join our community as well. Go to our website, category5.tv. Either way, make sure you register on that website. You'll see the button up at the very, very top of the website that lets you register for the website. That gives you kind of backstage access and mm -hmm. all the awesome kind of things that come with that. So, cool. Cool. Nice to see. Cool. I should give shouts out to those who have just registered recently. Oh, yeah. Um, we've had several people that have registered this week over the past couple of weeks. Welcome uh, to our community. I know that I sent out uh, an email to each each one of you. If you didn't receive that email, check your spam check filters. Check your junk mail. Yeah, make sure you activate <laughs> your account. Right now we're being pretty lax about account activations, but know that if you haven't activated by clicking the link in your email, that will eventually uh, come back and bite you and your, your login won't work. So make sure you, you do check for that email. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. I think so. We're just watching for questions in the chat room mm -hmm. here. I know that some are trying to come in. So I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to follow this dialogue that's been happening, yeah. but it's, it's just going like too quick. I can't I can't you guys figure it this? out. Couldn't figure out what's happening in there. Someone did ask me a question. Mm-hmm. It was about your space fish. Whatever happened yeah. to the fish? And I was looking around, and I was like, oh, no, maybe he floated into oblivion. <laughs> but I see him now. You see him beyond the cameras? I do. Yeah. Mystery solved. The fish is alive. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. he's doing really well. Um, you <laughs> folks can see the, the fish there. That's our space fish that we named Major Tom. It's very special here to the studio. So, so <laughs> one mystery solved yes. this evening. <laughs> that's, that's our question. All right. <laughs> what else he got for us here? Uh, what do registered users get that uh, other users don't? This is a question comes to us from Pyrus Rock. First of all, they get the sheer satisfaction of knowing that they are a registered viewer. No, that's that's yeah. not just the only thing. If you log in, you get access to coupons. Yes. Free stuff. Everybody loves Discounts. Stuff. Awesome. You also get access to our high-res photo gallery. All the Ooh. photos that, uh, that take place backstage, some of them goofy, some of them crazy, mm -hmm. some of them awesome. Mm. Those are only available to registered viewers. Also, we have certain types of competitions. Click Race is a good example, <laughs> which we haven't done in a little while because with the launch of the new website earlier this year, um, it's been a, a transition to get everybody moved over to the new system, and, and that our, our regular viewers know that. Um, Click Race, if you're a registered viewer, you're able to participate during a live show. You're able to race other viewers and win prizes. Ooh. And you know, we love to give away prizes. We've got lots of them to give away this year. Mm -hmm. It's very, very exciting. As we approach Christmas as well, you know, companies want to, you know, wanna talk about their products. So make sure you register so that you can participate in those things. There's so much other stuff too. We've got some behind the scenes videos um, that are going to be going up. Uh, we've got uh, a whole a whole slew of things that are coming and, and many of them are already there. Plus, it's like being in a club. That's true. I want to be in a club. Yes. And like An awesome send global club. fan mail and yeah. you know, we send out <laughs> autographed photos of ourselves occasionally. We've done yeah. that before. We have. Yeah. Oh, A couple fun of people stuff. in the chat room have received one of those. You know, you just don't know what will happen. So why not just take a little step further? You're already in the community. Just commit. <laughs> commit to this relationship, okay? Show Please. us that you truly love us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah. So that's a good question, actually. I did wonder. I'm like, what's the what's the deal? What's the difference? What's Between the difference? Registered and non-registered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So are we gonna have lots of pictures of of our gerbil friends in the gallery, online gallery? I hope so. When they yeah, we'll take a couple after the show. For sure. <laughs> are we lacking on questions this evening? Oh, uh, it's a little. Slow. Are there any other ones? Everybody's chatting oh, in the chat room. They're just talking about who knows what they're talking about right questions. now. I don't even know. Anything coming in by email? Live at category 5tv Wow, people. Come on, send us your questions. Bring them on. Bring That's it what up. we're bring here for. On. Bring it on. I've got a comment from Peter who says uh, that he found an answer to the question 
that he asked about running two modems on the mm-hmm. same telephone line. In short, he abandoned the second modem. I just ran a Category 5 good cable. <laughs> uh, category 5 cable down to the place that I wanted the internet downstairs. That's the way to do it, my man. Uh, Peter, I remember, was asking about um, should I install two modems to get two internet connections in the house? Hmm, and I okay. suggested that, well, then maybe that you're going to get some conflicts there. If it's DSL, uh, you can't really do that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cause some, some collisions between the two devices and problems with the internet. So have one and connect all your devices to that one device. Hmm. So it seems like it worked. That's good. Mentions that uh, this now makes it possible to watch internet television, which is a growing medium. Of course. Um, right on the TV. Says that uh, unfortunately they do have some terrible internet service. They're waiting for fiber optic to come out. Uh, they have been waiting for the past two years. Hopefully it will arrive soon, and hopefully, uh, yeah, that will get resolved. Um, if you're not watching live, you can synchronize uh, to your devices uh, by using something like Miro Internet TV. Mm-hmm. Grab from our RSS feeds, have the show automatically download, and you'll find that there are tons of other shows out there that you're oh, able to yeah. download, and they'll actually save. So if your internet is slow, like too slow to watch live or, or stream it directly off of the website in HD, you can download the HD file overnight and then watch it the Smart. next day. Smart. Mm-hmm. Good Because it's not thinking. reliant on that bit rate. Hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Thanks for the feedback. Valuable info. <laughs> Is there any viewer testimonials? I haven't looked in a long time. Maybe we I tend sh- to share them occasionally. Do we? we don't. We don't have any on the website per se, but we do receive them, and we receive the postcards primarily. Oh, that's and, and true. I love this. I wish I could show you up, but Backstage Pass sees that. It is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just looking. The World Wide Web is on the World Wide <laughs> Corkboard. We can see it all here, so it is cool to get stuff for sure. Totally. Anybody in the chat room? This is strange, eh, tonight? No, it was like so quiet. I'm trying to think of like amusing anecdotes to fill time. Yeah, well, what's uh, talk about you? <laughs> you know, what's, what's been new? What's been new? Until a question comes in, folks. <laughs> you guys well, are goofy tonight. Well, I love you, though. I really do. We do. Studio's looking great. I mean, I wish that the viewers could see this. Um, Backstage Pass can see some of it, but we were really, really kind of growing and getting ready for the Christmas special. Uh, we do have the drum kit is all set up, which you can see from here. Yes, I don't I know can. if somebody could, like, slap one of those symbols just to let people know that it's here. It, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but <laughs> on our Christmas special, Eric Kidd is actually going to be here. We're going to be doing some uh, very special uh, music for you. That's coming up, uh, actually, specifically on... There you oh, go. Hey, it works. Isn't that awesome, eh? So, uh, Eric's going to be here. We're going to be doing some, some uh, Christmas carols for you. Uh, that's going to be on December 25th, because Christmas just happens to fall on a on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And with our level of commitment, we're never going to miss a show. Bring it to How you. How do you like that, eh? Through the good times and bad, through the sleet, through the snow, through the festivus, through the something... <laughs> through everything. Treed Stamge. I don't know. Treed Stamge would like to know, Hillary, if you and your husband are using Linux at all. I'd prefer not to disclose no? that information. You, you guys are Windows babies? Okay. Well, yes, primarily. But I do own a Mac, which I use for video editing and such. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not too totally Mac savvy, but no, we haven't made the switch, which I know I should after all these years, but I just, I'm just homegrown. I think if it does what, if, if it's doing what you need it to do though, then that's that, the thing. It's not I'm like not you need like, to fix what's not broken, Yeah. but knowing that that option is there, mm-hmm. you know, Windows 8, I mean, Windows 8, people are going to be pushed to have to install this. Do you really want to? No. So, I don't know. So now all of a sudden, you know, it becomes practical to say, okay, well, let's look for an alternative for sure. But if you're happy and it's working the way that you want. I'm quite content at this current moment. Yeah. It's, it's, unfortunately, it's unfortunate that we run ESET's products in a way because you're not going to be bombarded with the viruses that... Uh, because mm-hmm. you're pretty well protected, but that would be a good reason to switch. I know. And as you may recall, we've had our share of viruses yeah. when I killed his computer. But that was recoverable using free tools on Linux. Ha I know. Yeah. Signs point to Linux, okay? I'm just not ready to convert. Okay. <laughs> 
but I am learning through the show. Don't you know? She's learning. Like, this is this. She's is learning all. to love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I am. Cool. I just yeah. Thank you for the question. <laughs> I've got one here from Pyrus Rock who wants to know: uh, Can I allow a non-admin user to mount a hard drive so that they can watch movies on on my movies hard drive in Ubuntu? So hmm. you've got like an external hard drive, I and you're plugging it so. in, and uh, and want to be able to play the movies off of that. On Ubuntu, even if you're a non-admin, if you plug in a drive, it's going to give you access to it at slash media, as long as that drive hasn't been set in such a way that the permissions don't allow other users to access it. So you could, if you're having trouble doing that, you could mount the drive as a super user and modify the permissions of that drive so that the other users have access to it, because Linux is a permissions-based system. So if Hillary and I both have logins on my computer and I create something in my login, and mm-hmm. I have it set with permissions that say only Robbie is allowed to edit that file. So now Hillary can go in, and she may be able to see it, but she can't open it. She can't mm-hmm. edit it. She can't save over it. It's basically set up so that the permissions say only I can, right? Linux has three levels of, of uh, permissions, which is the user who created it, mm-hmm. the user's group that that user belongs to, and the everyone, the global anyone who uses your computer so i could because hillary is also part of my the users group i could set the permissions to allow hillary access to that file or in your case that drive by saying that anyone in my group now has access to that drive so Hmm. where your drive may be set as root only you might set it to um you know to users you know, Robbie colon users or or something like that, right? Uh, it's strictly permissions, and, and yes, it can absolutely be done. Um, it, give us specific examples if you like. We're just about out of time here, Pyrus Rock, but uh, if, if you have trouble this week getting that going, uh, pop us an email, uh, live at category5.tv, and we'll be happy to address that on next week's show. Uh, Krista Wells is going to be here with me, so cool. looking forward to that. Yeah, That'll be a good old show. Yeah. Good old time. It's been it's been quite the uh, the month the the past couple of months. I mean, the show has been just we're growing all the time, and and yeah. season six here we go. Uh, <laughs> interviews with with uh, all kinds of wonderful people uh, over the, even just the first. Oh, I know. Several it's weeks been wild. The, <laughs> and we've got cool. so many co-hosts now that it's it's like you're on this rotation. Are you finding that that is working for you, or you want to be here more often? Or? Well, I do love the show. Yeah, I I'd be here that. every night if I could, but mm-hmm. that's a little. But clingy. we only broadcast on Tuesdays. So, so. I mean. But no, it, it's nice. I think it's nice for the viewers too to have a little bit of variety because we all have like different ways of approaching things, different sense of humor, different stories and comments and crazy, a little mm-hmm. bit of crazy to everybody. So I think it's nice to spice it up a little. Yeah. Not just the Hillary and Robbie show all the time. What do you guys I think? Get boring. We'd love to hear from you. What do you think <laughs> of the, the current rotation? Uh, I'm looking forward to the Christmas special because a lot of you are going to be here mm-hmm. and we're going to have that whole kind gang. of the whole interaction. Um, we're, we're really just having a lot of fun. So. It's true. We don't Thank get you, to see Albert each other R. as much. Like for the big special shows, we're all together, but yes. otherwise we just have to see. I see everyone else through the show, mm-hmm. not in real life. <laughs> so Nice to see everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've mentioned it before, but our chat room is a wonderful place to get to know people and, and say hi. Hillary mentioned, you know, ask your questions. That's part of the problem, I think, is that People ask the questions in the chat room before we get to them. That's true. <laughs> you, wonderful, glorious community of chat room viewers are there answering the questions. You solve the problem. And, and that's wonderful. And I think that's where the show has grown too, is that we're, we're way more than just a, mm-hmm. a single, you know, you're not just sitting there watching the show. We're interacting and, and having a nice time together, just sitting here in what looks like our living room. It's cozy, the nice, cozy lamp comfy. Here we are computer land thanks to bailey j thompson for being here tonight uh we do encourage you to mm-hmm. check out her website gerbilmeetsmouse.com and uh buy that book okay it's in time for christmas and yeah, uh, you can pre-order idea. it now uh, i'm definitely going to get a copy for my kids i'd encourage you to do the same she's shipping worldwide free shipping in canada mm-hmm. and that's a good opportunity for you to certainly support uh, an up-and-coming uh star as far as uh, book publications go i'm really looking forward to seeing where her series takes her so mm-hmm. 
do support her and support those who support the show. Excellent idea. Thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great, wonderful week. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. It's always a great old time. Always. Always. See you, everybody. Next Tuesday. Night. Hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. 